death, taxes, and me biting my nails too short. Yeah, yeah. Hold up, what? We rolling deep, don't sleep. In the streets, bringing heat, making beats. Bass heavy, dropping bombs, hit them hard. On the mic, spitting bars, we the stars. Hold up, what? What? 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 Podcast flow, straight from the underground, words profound. Turn up the sound, get down. We out here, no fear. Breaking through the atmosphere. Hold up, what? Ain't nobody do it like us, yeah. Hold up, what? What? 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 Hold up, what? Welcome back to the Hold Up What podcast. It's been a little bit of a break for us. Uh, I think that was one of the second longest breaks we've had. I think it was like seven days, some shit like that. Uh, A lot has happened in the world of politics, uh, the NFL, and just overall. So with that, um, I know we're not a political show at all, and that's on purpose. Um, It's time to start covering it a little bit because the Republican primaries have been going through Iowa and New Hampshire um, have happened over the last eight days since we last spoke. We're going to touch on that. We got the Trump trading cards. Nikki Haley said some crazy shit. And Ron DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy being cowards. That's going to wrap up our political talk, followed by some questions and some arguments I've gotten into over the last few days. Um, They're kind of wild, and they kind of range a little bit. So bear with me as we motor through some of those. And then I think the biggest news that just happened today is that Jon Stewart, uh, formerly of The Daily Show, and his show on Apple got canceled maybe a year ago, or he left it, I don't know. But he's making his comeback to The Daily Show and going to be the new host after Trevor Trevor Noah, Trevor, Trevor Noah, (laughs) Jesus, Trevor Noah took the reins for, I guess, the last nine years or so. He stepped away from it, and they haven't hired a new host. They've just been doing correspondence and shit, but the news came down today that Jon Stewart is, in fact, becoming the host again after 10 years, a 10-year hiatus. So, for those of you keeping score at home, this is episode 106, day 59 with no alcohol, and day 24, still on the ketogenic diet. So we're keeping that alive. Feel good, look good, looking better. Um, Like I've stated previously on my old, or not old, previous podcast, I guess old podcasts work there. Um, Yeah, the energy levels are up. I can sleep like on demand. I don't like stay awake because there's sugar in my system or my body's doing crazy shit. It's mostly just whatever I need to do. I just got to go do it. Like wake up. Energy level is the same as it was before I went to sleep. And before I went to sleep, it was the same as it was throughout the entire day. I don't really get tired as often. I mean, obviously, if I don't sleep, I get tired. But I think the mental focus of when I'm tired, like today is a tired day. For some reason, I didn't sleep too great last night. I don't know why. I woke up probably twice to use the bathroom, which is more than (laughs) one more than I normally do. But um, I had a nightmare, terrible nightmare, woke up sweating from it. Some shit was chasing me. And then the, sh- the, ca- the coat that's hanging on my closet looked like a person and I was freaking out and then went back to bed, woke up like another hour and a half later to pee. And I'm like, what the hell? And then my alarm went off like two hours later. So it was an eventful night for me and Brady boy, but you know, we survived. But like I was saying, the energy level today is just normal. Like I just, I went to work and I'm like, oh, 
just got to go to work. There's no like brain fog or like, oh, I'm so tired today. I just want to go home and I'm, you know, drinking energy drinks to get through it. It's the same energy. So the benefit of keto is the energy level and the lack of sluggishness throughout the day and the mental focus. And I'm getting all getting the benefits now. Um, and I've noticed some changes in the body, but we're going to get into that at a different time. Who wants to talk about my body? You know, we got politics to cover. So Nikki Haley. Um, so the primaries happened. Iowa happened. And um, it's usually I think they say it like wherever Iowa goes. So does the country some stupid shit. But basically, if you win Iowa as a candidate, like if Democratic, the, the Democrat that wins it goes on for the to win the primary. The Republican wins it goes on to be the primary because that's like the first one. And then everyone else kind of follows suit. Um, the Democrats aren't having one because Joe Biden's the incumbent. But this time the Republicans have to send their guy up, which is going to be Trump. Uh, he won, I think, 99 out of 100 counties. He won every county besides one. I don't know if there's a hundred of them, but he won all of them besides one. And the one that went that didn't go to him went to Nikki Haley. And so she's technically still alive in this race. Um, so she um, it's going to be Trump because he just won in New Hampshire last night, which was Tuesday, the 23rd. So he's definitely going to be the nominee. And at this point, everyone's trying to get that VP position locked up because they're all kissing the ring now because DeSantis dropped out. Vivek Ramaswamy dropped out. Chris Christie dropped out. Tim Scott had already dropped out and it's just down to Trump and Nikki Haley and he's just blowing her away. So she's going to drop out eventually. She's also been called like the the establishment's pick. So they're going to try to keep her in as long as possible, but it's probably not going to happen just the way these, these things go. And she does say some stupid shit. She made some comment about slavery, um, the Civil War not being over slavery, dug herself a hole there. But that was like two weeks ago. You probably heard about that. But recently she said that the um, retirement age should be raised to 70 years old, which is an asinine thing to say, because who the fuck wants to work till 70, especially when you see the trend of Gen Z, millennials, even some younger Gen X crowd um, that are just like, why the fuck do we work 30 years out of our life, 30 years when we're young and energetic and are healthy just to retire. And then we're too old and too fucking sick to go do what we wanted to do when we were younger. So no one's really married to their job anymore the way they used to be, the way the boomers and our parents were, where you get a job working in one store when you're 17, 18 years old and you work there, you work your way up through corporate until you're 55, you retire, you get the gold watch, you're loyal to the company, the company's loyal to you, you're making 100 and, 135 grand a year just being an accountant. You know, it's one of those and like, oh, this is the best company, it's had my back, this and that. People have come to realize companies don't give a fuck about you. All they care about is the bottom line. So they can cut you, they can fire you, they can lay you off, they can do all that shit. Whatever's going to save them money, they're going to do. And everyone's kind of been, everyone's picked up on it. The younger generations have picked up on this. So they're like, all right, you want to raise the retirement age to 70? Bitch, we're not going to make it that long. We got climate change. There's a new disaster every year. There's going to be another pandemic any day now. There's hopefully a meteor coming soon to just put us all out of our fucking misery. But no one's planning to retire the same way they used to. People that are working, if you're lucky enough to have a good paying job, you're looking at it like, I can lose my job whenever I want, which is added stress. So there's irresponsible and there's responsible people that either they save all their money because they're anticipating to get laid off or they blow all their money because they're anticipating to get laid off. There's no middle ground anymore. There's no like, oh, I'm going to just put this in this IRA account for 20 years and I'll touch it when I'm a little nest egg. They don't do that anymore. And there's no 
shot you're going to get people to work till 70. It's just not going to happen. It, like your your social security, your Medicare, all that shit kicks in when you get the retirement age. No one's going to do that. It's not going to happen. So it's just like a very off-putting thing to say. Like, what do you what world are you living in? She of course she makes a, she made a shitload of money over the last few years. So people laughed at her for that. And then you got these two other cowards, DeSantis and Ramaswamy, who DeSantis was the golden child of the Republican Party after Trump lost in 2020, if that's what you believe. And Ramaswamy is this young hotshot discount Barack Obama that says really crazy shit. DeSantis says crazy shit. This guy Ramaswamy says some crazier shit. But they were all anti-Trump. I'm going to win. I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. They ran these campaigns. They were on podcasts. They were on the news. They were going to the MSNBC, which is like, you know, a liberal outlet going on there. They were doing everything they could to get their name out there and get some kind of support, and they just never could do it. And then as soon as they gave their they they uh they gave up. They both just started kissing the ring. Like, no, we back Trump. Trump's going to be the best. Let's do it. Because they know where the money is. They know that daddy's coming home and he's going to be, he's going to, he's keeping receipts. One thing Trump does know, he knows how to keep receipts because he is going to fucking bury anybody that has stood against him. And he's already said it. We already talked about Project 45 and all that stuff. So we're not going to get into that. But he does keep receipts on people who who have talked shit and wronged him. I'll give him that. But speaking of receipts, one of Trump's uh, fundraising activities, which is wild, is he's selling NFTs again. So for those of you keeping score at home, he did this back in 2022, I believe. They sold NFTs, which is a non-fungible token. It's a JPEG. It's just a picture on the internet and it's on the blockchain. That's just something someone people say. I don't think anyone even knows what that really means anymore. And you buy these things and you pay extreme amounts of money for these things. So his new grift, because this is a grift, is you have to buy Four, you have to buy 50 of these things. And then if you buy 50 of these things that are listed at $99 a pop, then he'll send you a physical Trump card that's apparently signed. It's probably stamped. Apparently signed. And that's what you get. But in order to get that, you have to, again, spend like five grand. And then eventually you get the physical Trump card. So he's been doing this and people are like, yo, it's crazy that this works. And it's crazy that the people that are buying them know that they're it's a fucking scam. Like this is a this is the shit scammers do. You know he's doing it and it's working. Good for him. You know it's one way to do it. You're just taking advantage of your lo- very loyal cult like base. So good for him. He's raising money. He's definitely going to get the primary nomination. We're going to look at a Biden Trump one on one rematch. This one's for all the marbles because it's looking like none of them are going to make it to the finish line. Um, just the more they speak. Trump's way less energetic than he was. He's kind of drift slurring his words the same way Biden slurs his words and forgets what the fuck is going on around him. And then you look at it, you're like, these dudes are 82 and 80 years old. Like they're old as fuck. Can we just not do that anymore? Can we just make a law? If you're going to change the retirement age, you can't be president if you're above that age then. That's it. If you want to raise it to 70, you can't be in office. You can't have Senate, Congress, nothing. You can't be anything in public service at that point anymore then. Fuck you. It's because there's old people, man. They're going to die. These guys are going to die. No one sees past... Once you hit 80, you're just on borrowed time. You know? You might not... You buy milk and you're like, hopefully it lasts long enough for me to fucking see it spoil situation. So can we just not with the 80 plus year olds and just get some younger people in there, a breath of fresh air? If anything, Ramaswamy was nuts, but at least he was energetic. These other two morons, DeSantis was weird. That was just a weird... He's a weird guy with his heels and shit. Chris Christie's like 50s ish 60 something around there fat but at least there was some energy there then you see trump and fucking biden you're like this is this is it this is what we're doing anyway we're gonna move on because we've been spending too much time on politics 
We got some questions, some arguments that I've gotten into recently. And forewarning, take your fucking earmuffs and put them on at one point. I'm going to warn you again before it happens, but because there's some adult rated shit going on in here. So for those of you that don't know, the the Detroit Lions have won both round, both games they've played in the playoffs this year. Hasn't happened since 1991. It's been like 30 years or something, 30 something years. They've sucked my entire life. <laughs> they've been awful. I never remember a good Detroit team. They've had Calvin Johnson, they've had Stafford, they've just had bad ownership, bad coaches, just bad luck, all this stuff. So as long as I've been alive, they've been awful. And that's the majority of people. They've just been a shit team. But Dan Campbell, Dan, the man Campbell, uh, took over about three years ago and turned this team around. They won a couple playoff games. And this last playoff game, they had Eminem <laughs> as like the spokesperson for Detroit. And he was, you know, doing his thing. Like, we haven't had anything, you know, our factories are getting overseas and all this stuff, but we have one thing and it's the Detroit Lions. And like everyone goes wild. He's sitting in the game, all this stuff. And people, someone said, who is this guy? I'm like, that's Eminem. And they're like, oh, that's what he looks like. Cause you know, Eminem's also from a different generation. He's not uh, the rapper. He still is the rapper he once was, but he's not as famous as he was. He do- he dove into politics, and the young the young crowd doesn't like it. So they're like, it, they couldn't get someone more famous than Eminem, and someone just blurted out, "Well, they can't get Henry Ford." And like, I kind of looked like, who the fuck thinks about Henry Ford? Like outside of like fourth grade when they teach you about the assembly line, who's bringing up Henry Ford in just casual conversations? So I thought we started talking and I'm like, I think Eminem is more famous than Henry Ford, like just numbers wise, like Henry Ford didn't have Twitter or Facebook or streaming like Eminem has all this to his advantage. I think Henry Ford is probably like a bigger impact on society, but I think I think Eminem's more famous. Like I think if you did one of those things where they walk around the street and they ask people random ass questions and they get them wrong, if you're like, who's Henry Ford? People would be like, uh, especially like 25 and under. I don't think they know a damn thing about Henry Ford. The Model T, stuff like that. I don't think they get that. But if you said, who's Eminem? They'd be like, oh, that shit rapper, that shit white rapper that old people listen to. And by old people, they mean that people like me, that's 35. So I think Eminem takes the cake on this one. And obviously, we can't go back. We can't do the Jordan-LeBron debate because we can't go back in time, unfortunately. Not yet, at least. Maybe we can. Maybe that's what the CIA has been up to. And then we've had a fuck ton of snow over the last uh, 10 days. So we had one snowstorm, and then three or four days later, we had a bigger snowstorm, which is all well and good. And me and Brady Boy are walking around during the snowstorm because for me, the snow's peaceful. If it's not blizzarding and it's like windy, like I think the snow is peaceful. It's quiet. The snow drowns out the sound around you, and it's quiet. Like snow doesn't make any noise. It's not like rain. Like rain, you hear rain dropping, you hear thunderstorms. Like snow's just quiet, and everything's white. It looks it looks new. So like you, we and Brady took like multiple laps around the neighborhood. We were we went for like a three hour walk through the neighborhood. Everyone's waving. I'm noticing. Everyone's waving. How's it going today? Oh, you know, dog loves it. And like yeah. I was like, what's going on? And like they were outside, just hanging out. Kids are playing, throwing snowballs at snow plows, all this shit. There's always like assholes that are on ATVs that are going way too fast when they see kids, all that stuff. So it's it's just a better time. And then I was thinking, I was like, is it just because the snow makes everyone happier? Because I noticed at least that everyone was more talkative. They were all outside. I guess there's nothing to do. And you get the day off from work. Like who's going to work during a snowstorm? Uh, not me. I'll tell you that. So I think everyone's just more happier. And I think they're nicer because they're like, yeah, this sucks. But hey, it's snow. Like it just puts you in a good mood. because You get that feeling like, oh, remember when I was a kid, you'd wake up and it'd be snowing. You get to stay home from school. Like, I think it just gives you gives adults that feeling again of like snow's fucking sweet, man. That's one thing we have that's just pure these days. It hasn't been correct. 
corrupted by something yet. You can't argue about snow if it's Democrat or Republican or vaxxed or anti-vaxxed. It's just snow. And it's inconvenient. It sucks. It's annoying. But you can't argue about it. You can't argue that it's not fun to throw a snowball. If someone picks up a snowball and they throw it and they're like, I was miserable, that person's fucking dumb. I don't want to hang around that person ever. Throwing a snowball is similar to like looking at planes. It just brings you to a different time. It's like your little serenity, your little peace, your zen, whatever you want to call it, where you look at it, you throw it, and you're like, man, that's a different time. Can't remember a time as fun as that. So I feel like people are just more happier than they should be during snowstorms. And then we're going to switch gears real fast, going from happy-go-lucky to the adult conversation in the room. So if the kids are listening, throw the earmuffs on, or just let them listen, because they're going to hear it eventually. They're going to hear it from the shit kid in class that you told them not to hang out with. They're going to hang out with them and not tell you about it, and they're going to hear it from him. But taking a bath as an adult, right? Hey, I haven't taken a bath I don't know the last time I took a bath. So I don't want to say this is geared towards just females, but I see a lot more females taking baths. Like they post like their feet on Instagram or like they, oh, I really needed a bath tonight. The kids are out. Some shit like that. It's always some shit like that going on. You don't see dudes being like, oh yeah, my team lost tonight. I'm going to go take a bath. Like it just doesn't happen. I think guys shower a lot differently than females. Guys that's in and out, you know? But women that take baths, I guess, or anyone that takes baths, is it just for masturbation? I mean, I have to ask. Like, you're going into a tub that's you're exfoliating, right? And you're covered in that shit, a bath bomb. It's getting all over your skin. You're rubbing your legs. You know, you're, you're, you're cleaning crevices and whatnot. And is it just like, well, I'm about to get out. Might as well just rub one out. Double click the old mouse, you know? Or am I just a pervert? Because I think that might just be a pervert, which I'm probably in. But I just think while you're in there, you might as well get it done anyway. Like you don't have any free, you're complaining you don't have any free time all the time. You're in a bath, it's alone, the kids are usually out. You're not taking a bath with kids running around, especially if you're lighting candles and whatnot. It ain't happening. You're not doing that if you're on a time limit. You know, you're doing that because you have a bunch of free time up ahead. And why not? You know, it's always fun. I, I I think it would be fun. I don't see why it wouldn't be. And then you just drain the tub and get the fuck out. You know, like, how was the bath? And you're like, oh, it's relaxing. You know, you weren't thinking about your husband. You were thinking about some other guy, that hot pool boy, Majulio. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to move on. We got a big, like I mentioned in the beginning, biggest story, biggest news of the day, biggest news of long time. And I think it's good news. You might not have agreed with the guy, but you can't say he wasn't successful at The Daily Show. So Jon Stewart set to return to Comedy Central as the host of The Daily Show. Trevor Noah was the host previously after The Daily Show. And that's one of those shoes you can never just actually fill. Like The shoes are too big to fill. Much like when Derek Jeter retired and we got D.D. Gregorius, who was awesome at shortstop, but he wasn't Derek Jeter. You just can't fill shoes in like that. It's like taking over the team after Michael Jordan leaves. You're just not going to be as good. Like there's no, there's gonna, there's never going to be another LeBron James, another Tom Brady. These things just don't happen. So whoever's taking over for them next is never going to live up, live up to it. You just can't do it. But Trevor Noah did a really good job. Like at first it was a little wonky. People like, who's this South African dude that has a crazy accent? And then after a while, people warm up, warmed up to him. I think he found his lane, took him a little bit, but he got it going. And then John Stewart had his show on Apple, which was um, called The Problem with John Stewart. And it was actually really good. He, there's a lot of clips on it. He's really good at like backing the person he's talking to into a corner and making them squirm, but not aggressively. Like he's doing it in like a smart way. Like, yeah, he's a comedian and stuff, but he's really good at counter arguing and asking questions that aren't like out of control, but they force the person to say what they really are trying to say. Like the abortion thing, the transgender issues, like he's really good at getting these people to say things that aren't just veneer 
on like the news where they just have a 30 second clip they get it out this and that he's good at he engages with them gets them to keep talking and then they eventually say the thing that everyone kind of knows but they'll never admit like the congressman from oklahoma if you want to watch that one he really backed that guy into a corner about gun control because the guy was like oh well we have to control what we do with kids to protect them and he was like so if we're doing that with medicine why don't we just do that with guns and he's like well we can't do that with guns and like he just made the guy squirm and it was awful and the guy like ended up losing his uh election that year like it was a whole thing so glad he's back he had some memorable moments as the daily show host i mean he's always talking about politics he has he's good at interviewing so um he was there after 9-11 happened he's, he's he's a new yorker and stuff so he cares about that shit he's good with the firefighters um and the first responders for 9-11 that's been like his thing since leaving the daily show he's been in congress getting more money for them getting funding for their injuries and all this stuff so i think he's like a genuinely nice guy like he at least he that's the portrayal of him everywhere he goes it's like he's just a nice dude like he he's not he's not a pedophile like tom hanks you know there's no suspicion that he was ever a pedophile or he groped a fucking intern or something like it's just like no he's actually just a nice dude successful and he's he's funny he's great in big daddy his limited time in uh movies but (laughs) um yeah so he's coming back he got that's kind of how i got into politics i'd say because it was always on it was the daily show and the colbert rapport back to back and like that's where i got news from because i didn't like watching the fucking news like who watches the news you know and you would just watch that and it was on 10 to 10 30 and then colbert was on from 11 30 to 12 or whatever 10 30 to 11 was like, oh, that's how i got the news today so that's good that's gonna be good i'm sure they paid him an insane amount of money to do it and put comedy central back on the map because his first show back is going to be wild and the first show is projected to be february 12th so in about two weeks three weeks actually um He'll be back on the show after he left in 2015, after doing it for 16 years. So he came on, I think this, he came on right before 9-11. I remember he was like new to it and it was like kind of weird. So looking forward to that. But anyway, we're going to get out of here. I know we had a lot to catch up on. It feels like I spoke for a lot longer than 30 minutes, but we shall see. Um, I feel like in the news cycle, there's always more news going on. And I'm definitely skipping over a bunch of stuff. Taylor Swift, still going to games. Travis Kelsey still doing their thing. Um, he's probably going to eat her from the back for <laughs> Valentine's Day. Who knows? But um, yeah, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to keep this train rolling. I'm um, looking at the rundown and I don't see anything I missed other than stock market news, which if you haven't been paying attention and I'm not mentioning it because no one ever mentions their losses, but we're taking a hit last few weeks. Uh, we started off hot today and for some reason we just decided to bend over and take it as it lies. So uh, we're going to push and we will see you when we see you next time. Don't forget to follow me, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, and uh, we'll be out there. We'll see you. Stay woke. Hold up. What? What? 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 Hold up.